All right, so time for all things nerdy. Um, so I recorded a podcast, and then uh, just because of, in a delay of getting it ready, um, a lot of new stuff came out. So I decided to just re-record it because that's what I do. Um, but anyway, the I think biggest event so far has been um, the Pixel Two and Pixel Two XL event. Um, I won't spend a whole lot of time on that, um, but people always ask phone recommendations. Um, and if you're uh, in the land of Google, if you've you know got a Gmail account and you're using Google Photos, or if you're like me and you've got Google Apps and you're actually a paying customer, um, you definitely would do could do worse than the Pixel line of phones. Um, they, of course, get updates immediately. Um, Apple's doing uh, some really like long-term things, uh, at least as far as Android. It's, it's kind of not covered very often, um, but the vast majority of Android handsets don't come with any guarantee of software updates. Um, we occasionally see on flagships... Um, but it's kind of more of a wink and a nod as far as, uh, how long your phones are going to get updated. And if they're budget handsets, you can pretty much just forget it. Um, even if you're a company like Motorola and you put out a phone that is pretty much stock Android, like the E4, um, the thought there is that you're buying a cheap phone just to get by, um, and you're, I guess, going to have to buy next year's cheap phone if you want an update. Um, but anyway, Google's doing great things with the Pixel 2 line. Um, kind of opposite of Apple, um, which has this uh, feature stratification on the iPhone line, especially on the camera, where um, you've got to decide pretty much, um, do you want optical zoom? Because if you do, that's going to require the 8 Plus or the 10. And then, do you need portrait mode and portrait lighting on a rear camera or a rear and a front camera? Um, because you don't get either on the iPhone 8, you get it on the rear camera on the 8 Plus, and you get it on both on the iPhone 10. Um, and then, of course, there's different screen sizes. And then both the 8 Plus and the 10 get 3 gigs of RAM. Um, not as big of an issue on Apple products, um, but it doesn't hurt. Um, but on the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL, you're getting feature parity. And so the same thing, you've got the same camera modules. They do all the same things. Uh, Google is doing a great mix of uh, hardware and software on the camera for um, software uh, bokeh, which is the same like portrait mode. Um, so you could get a Pixel 2 XL or Pixel 2 um, that has the same kind of camera features minus the portrait lighting, uh, but the same like portrait mode. Um, it's like $300 less than the iPhone 10. Um, and it's great for those of us that like a more compact device. I've got a HTC 10 that has a 5.2 inch screen and it, you know, packs in tons of pixels. Um, I don't have a need for, or even like the larger, uh, devices. 
Um, so great news there. I do wish that um, Google and other flagship manufacturers would start including more than two or four gigs of RAM. Um, I know that's kind of where we've settled uh, with people like OnePlus and the Galaxy Note 8 um, kind of going above that. Um, but Android likes its RAM. Um, so hopefully we start seeing uh, more. Um, so yeah, if you're into uh, Google, the Pixel uh, 2 line is great. Um, kind of complicated by the fact that we've got the LG V30 out, um, which the 2XL is based on. Uh, the V30, I really like LG's hardware. Um, I also like what they do with their imaging. It's just their skin is so god-awful. Um, but the V30 had some great hardware <laughs> that was missed out on on the 2XL, despite the fact that the 2XL is based on the V30. The V30 has uh, a headphone jack, which went away with this year's Pixel devices. Um, it has that wide-angle lens, which some people love or hate. Um, I think that the monochrome... I mean, there are a couple different dual camera setups out there. It's really up to you as to, you know, which one you think is more useful. Um, you know, the RGB plus monochrome, uh, you know, promises extra detail. Um, but I'm not sure, especially with how great the Pixel uh, 2 and Nexel uh, just mono sensor is. Um, I think you can achieve that detail with one camera. And so the next step would be what second camera actually adds features or quality. Um, and so I think either the optical or the super wide angle, like the LG V30 is probably the way to go. Um, but yeah, second camera with the wide angle headphone DAC with the quad DAC for high definition or, you know, even better audio. Um, and the micro SD card, that's always a big thing for me. It's never included on the pixels or on the OnePlus line. Um, but yeah, some great stuff, um, coming out and we haven't really seen the next Qualcomm Snapdragon flagship processor. And so I think if you were waiting to buy a flagship Android handset, you now have everything out between the uh, Galaxy S8, the Pixel 2, the LG V30. Um, if you're ready for a new handset, now's the time. And then, of course, you've got a bunch of new iPhones. Um, speaking of Google, it has increasingly gotten in my craw that Google or Apple hasn't found a way to... Uh, either do iMessage or do a variant thereof. And so I was thinking last night about Apple. Um, and of course, they, their reason for not having iMessage on Android is that it's an incentive to uh, buy and use iPhone. Um, I think there are always going to be people who are going to prefer Android. Um, I prefer Android just because while I'm driving for Uber and Lyft, it is so much easier 
um, to get to running applications using the status bar slash notification tray. Um, like five minutes of doing it on an iPhone. And I was like, uh, this is terrible. Um, you know, being able to just swipe down, tap the other program and go offline, uh, is just vital. Not to mention the floating heads that you're able to do with Uber and Lyft and Facebook messenger. Um, so I just, I have to have Android. Um, but Apple, there's a huge opportunity for Apple, uh, and the Android user base. Um, there's a huge number of us that interact with, uh, iPhone only individuals or groups. Uh, and we would love the blue bubble. Um, and it's not just a blue bubble for a blue bubble. It's encrypted communications, uh, sending, uh, high quality photos and video, um, just stuff that you don't get with MMS. And so Apple could easily, I was thinking last night, like a $5 a month FaceTime and iMessage for Android package. Um, like they could just be raking it in. Um, and also helping Android users out a lot, uh, by locking down our messaging. Um, and absent that, it's just mind-blowing that Google hasn't come up with um, an alternative, a uh, messaging app and protocol that you know has the encryption and rich features of iMessage with the ability to fall back to text messaging. Um, and it, you know the reach wouldn't be as far as an uh, iMessage for Android solution, um, but at least those Android Android uh, messages would be uh, more secure and have reach functionality. And I know that um, the you know rich messaging protocol is still trying to get off the ground. Um, and, you know, hooroo, hooray for standards-based uh, approach, but we could do something bigger. Um, wrapping up for Android, OnePlus, um, some good news, some bad news. Uh, people found out last week that OnePlus was uh, collecting a bunch of uh, user data, including uh, identifying information and about like how you use your phone, about the apps that you open and close, um, how long you're on certain apps, and was transmitting it encrypted, um, but was doing so uh, with the identifiable information. Um, and they kind of didn't seem to get that the identifiable information um, was the biggie, and now they've reversed course and are going to um, instead of having you opt out, have you opt in. Um, but it's just a reminder, uh, especially for, um, even promising startups that they don't always get it right. Um, and maybe there's something to be said for sticking with, uh, a Google or an Apple or a, maybe even a Microsoft. Um, but good OnePlus news, uh, they've unveiled the OnePlus 3 and OnePlus 3T Oreo beta, which shows that they're at least moving along um, 
and getting Oreo ready for their devices. And then their OnePlus 5, um, which had been out of stock for a while, is now officially not even available, uh, kind of nominally. Um, so there are, of course, rumors about the OnePlus 5T and what that would include. Like I said, we don't really have new uh, Snapdragon flagship processors, so it's not like we're going to get uh, a Snapdragon 836 or something. Um, and it already has tons of RAM. Um, so there was a rumor that they'll have a new design with a uh, sort of Galaxy S8 style display, the 18 by 9 uh, aspect ratio, um, which would be new for them. They haven't done a mid-cycle redesign. Um, so that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Maybe if they finally, you know, they said that they weren't able to really get that design at their desired price point, and maybe they've cracked that nut. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and then a big one is definitely the uh, crack vulnerability that was announced this morning that uh, if you're if you're passionate about tech um, and even somewhat passionate about uh, data security and privacy probably made you uh, soil yourself a little bit um, and that's that um, basically Wi-Fi networks uh, were wide open for attack um, based on this vulnerability and then also that uh, Android handsets, particularly ones running 6.0 or above, um, were even more just completely wide open. Um, and I don't know if that's something that Google can fix with a security update, um, which handset manufacturers are uh, somewhat spotty on anyway, um, or if it require, requires a kernel update, um, which would maybe require a software patch. I don't. I don't know yet. Um, the thing is, the the takeaway is, um, if you have a device, uh, you really should be avoiding public Wi-Fi, um, your Starbucks hotspot, um, even like at universities, anywhere that anybody. Um, could be able, you know, anywhere people gather, um, and so, you know, their presence isn't, uh, doesn't raise a red flag, um, just avoid, <laughs> um, if you don't already have a great VPN, uh, private internet access is a great VPN, I use them, I have used them for years, um, don't try to sign up for some really shitty free VPN that probably is just a scam in itself. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there should be a bunch of updates uh, coming out for um, devices. I know Microsoft already has a Windows patch. Um, and then also another time to reiterate that if you don't already have a smart Wi-Fi system at home um, that auto-updates... Um, it's time to get one. It's time to invest. Whether it's uh, Google Wi-Fi or Eero or um, Luma or any of the other um, Wi-Fi systems that uh, auto-update 
and that are going to get regular updates. Um, if you don't already have that, invest. Um, because that little Linksys, you know, Wi-Fi router that you've got is, uh, was a bargain and was a bargain for a reason. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Huawei announced their new flagships, uh, today, um, the Mate 10 and Mate 10 Pro. Um, and unlike Google or Apple, where they either, um, clearly increase the features as they get more expensive or they just have feature parity amongst handsets. They came out with the Mate 10 and Mate 10 Pro. Um, I'm interested in their devices because of the new uh, Kirin 970 processor that's got a neural processing unit that should help out with um, like photo face recognition and a bunch of other things once it starts getting uh, taken advantage of on the software level. Um, but like their regular 10 handset has a uh, 2560 by 1440 LCD, but the Pro has a 2160 by 1080p OLED display. So you maybe get the poppier colors of OLED, but lose the resolution of their LCD. Um, also, the regular version has a headphone jack. The Pro doesn't but the Pro is waterproof. Um, the Pro also has the 6 gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. Um, it would have been nice for them to just have, you know, similar handsets, but the Pro has, you know, maybe the more RAM, the more storage, the waterproofing. Um, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that filters down to their um, other handsets. Um, I really want a Honor 9 or Honor 10 uh, device. I think that the Honor 8, um, especially in that blue color, just did not get enough press. Absolutely gorgeous handset um, and a great value for money, um, but it's not clear if we'll see... Um, another one of those here in the U.S. because nobody was buying them. Um, but anyway, uh, that's it. Hope you all enjoyed. Continue to stay geeky.